freaking... Do you ever microwave your coffee? Is that something you do? Sometimes. If I'm desperate. Like, if I really just want to finish off a, a, a cup. Cup, okay. Yeah. Alright, well, I already hit the recording button, but, uh... <laughs> <so>. <laughs> All right. um... Welcome back to another coffee break, where a couple of script writers go off script to have a chat. My name is Roland. And I'm Kevin. And today we're just going to be talking about a few different things that have been going on. Um, going to keep it nice and light, but try to keep it interesting. But of course, to get the show on the road, we have to talk about coffee and what we're drinking today. So, Kevin. Why don't you go first this time? <laughs> what are you drinking today? Let's see the cup. Today, I have classic black coffee in my black mug, and it's very cold. <laughs> yeah, we got a little bit of a late start today, so <laughs> we're probably going uh, to be drinking some some colder coffee. Uh, yeah. What kind of coffee? Lukewarm. Lukewarm. Just drip? <laughs> yeah, uh, it's just, it's just the, the K-cup stuff again, man. Soon. Soon we're gonna get the drip stuff started. Very soon. Please, for the love of God. <laughs> I was at Target today, and I I knew I was forgetting something, man. I could have just bought the. I could have I could have bought it today. Oh my god. <laughs> so for context, I, uh, um, Kevin is just getting started in, you know, brewing proper coffee. He's been on the K cup stuff for such a long time. Yeah. You know he he's yearning to. Uh, to actually have good coffee no offense to any the coffee it's a coffee adventure I'm, I'm learning yeah so he's all hooked up with a couple of starter stuff and now he just needs the actual uh drip coffee brewer um yep. i'm also doing some some uh some drip coffee that i made uh but new mug look at that it's backwards uh. on camera but <laughs> it is a official coffee break mug that is actually in revision right now um this is the prototype you can say the actual one is going to look exactly the same except have a semicolon at the end here uh but yeah you know we thought it would be fun to have uh a little bit of merch maybe down the line so Kevin, our, i like it yeah i like it a lot too the logo came out really nice so um maybe down the line in a, in a week or so we'll we'll uh, let you guys know about it and if you'd be interested in checking it out. I'm still waiting for mine. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's a long it process. It said it's going to be here in like a week. And uh, it's like it's at the Orlando shipping facility here. It says so I got to wait. Maybe next podcast. <laughs> All right. So let's get into it. Um, first thing we're going to talk about is the new deal between United Airlines and the... Uh, the aircraft startup boom which is trying to create a supersonic uh aircraft in the footsteps of the concord to allow for supersonic travel pretty big deal too so united signed up for 15 uh aircraft to begin with price at i think 200 million dollars per aircraft and then they also sign a contract for 35 more if the uh, you know the first 15 go well. It's a, it's a big deal. This is this is if this goes through well, I feel like this could you know revolutionize travel down the line for us. 
It's insane. Yeah. So a lot of some of the uh, statistics that I was reading about uh, for for this kind of aircraft is well, supersonic. For those who might not know what that means, is it will travel faster than sound. The, the airplane will travel will tra uh, create a sonic boom when it reaches uh, supersonic speeds. Uh, so one of the concerns actually with this with this new aircraft or this new rendition of an aircraft is um, the sound pollution from these kind of planes taking off. There's some concern there. Uh, I heard there was a I heard there was a ban a long time ago for it as well. They couldn't they it was making you know there was so much sound pollution back in the day that it was it was banned at one point. Yeah, apparently you're not allowed to or aircraft needs to uh, be either above the ocean or high enough so that the sound from a sonic boom excuse me won't impact any or disturb any citizens or be a minimal impact on citizens uh, down below uh, so that that's a concern as well as the fuel consumption uh, for a plane like this uh, so the 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 British Airways created a 50 years ago uh, created a supersonic plane called the Concorde and it was known as extremely I want to say inefficient uh, because what it, it it was a it was a gas guzzler. Yeah, did you read about that? Saw that, and I, I'm interested to see how um, what what these guys end up doing because I think their goal right now is this hundred percent sustainable you know fuel resource that they were talking about, mm -hmm. and yeah. I just want to see if they're actually able to accomplish that. That's a pretty hefty goal. Yeah, I'd be. Especially with the delivery dates that they're providing, like United, for example, right. they want to have. I think they said they want to have all 50 planes delivered by 2029, which seems like a long time. But eight years in terms of this kind of. I mean, I I thought they were. I thought in 2025 they're supposed to at least have it like functional, and then yes. 2029 is like the they want they want people to be able to go on them like regularly. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think that is the yeah. timeline. So 2025 is when, yeah, the pro it's out of it's out of development essentially, and it's in the hands of United. Um, so that's hefty, man. That's crazy to think like you're going from and some and some more stats to throw your way. You might have read about this how like if they achieve this supersonic uh, or in, in developing developing a sustainable prototype for a supersonic jet. It will cut the times for most flights in half, so you can you can go from New York to London in three and a half hours, which is insane. It's crazy. Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. It's nuts. And the the goal for Boom, the company that's doing all this development, is they want to ha allow that kind of travel for everyday fare prices. So imagine being able to go to Japan for a weekend, uh, six and a, like six hour flight over the Pacific for two hundred bucks. It's so much. It's so much more feasible, you know. It, it's it's, it's great, you know. You can get I think your, the uh, you can get all your uh, waifus and uh, you know <laughs> stock up on anime over there, Kevin. Then come yeah, back and over. then come back all the same weekend. <laughs> I, uh, I it's interesting though because it it seems like the planes are a lot um a lot smaller. They're only going to be you know carrying like seventy to ninety people. It, it's a lot smaller than than some of the commercial aircraft we see nowadays. So. I really am interested to see how many people even trusted it first. Like, I wonder, I wonder what the That's flight experience is going to be like. You know? Yeah, Are I you... think 
That's a good question, actually. I didn't really think about that. How, how many people actually trust the aircraft uh, beforehand? Um, yeah. Yeah. It is incredibly like it is definitely smaller, like you said, seventy to ninety people, and they actually showed a, a like a. I want to say, what is it? A, a, like a visualization of what the cabin would look like, mm. uh, and it's just two rows of seats, single seats down down the side. So it actually looks great. I would actually love to sit in that plane because it, you don't have to worry about anyone shoving shoving your elbows or anything. Uh, yeah, get a window seat and an aisle seat in one. Sign me up. Uh, but that I, I, that plane ride, man. I want. I, I just. I'm. I'm so curious what it's like flying at that speed and and how you how, like the effects on your body and how you, you know, feel it. Like, it's got to be. It's got to be intense, right? Uh, potentially. But you know, I apparently the Concorde was successful enough that it was a totally fine to fly in. It just wasn't economical. Uh, economic i guess enough if that's the right word for that economic enough to um to use or to, to continue and cost it, efficient yeah it was yeah exactly it wasn't cost efficient it wasn't energy efficient so i'm Bad assuming design. yeah exactly yeah terrible design terrible design <laughs> no uh i think uh if boom can at least tackle those two things and uh i think they'll have a a revolutionary product that I don't fly that much, but I can see myself flying a lot more if uh, if I don't have to spend 16 hours in a plane just to go on vacation. Oh yeah, I mean it makes it, you know, it makes it so those those really far destinations you could travel to it and so so much faster. So like, why not go take a weekend trip somewhere and be able to come back and not spend half your half the time, you know, sitting on a plane? What's the farthest you've traveled? So the farthest I've been is Australia, and and those flights were two two uh two flights all the way there. I I stopped in Qatar and then flew from Qatar to Australia, and they were about twelve or thirteen hours each. Each. Um, oh my god. Each. Yeah. And the, and they were back to back. So I got off the plane for about an hour in between, uh, and then I hopped back on the next flight, and uh, not the best. Not the best experience, but but definitely I would do it again. I would I would do it again to go back over that way. Sounds grueling. I I don't like I don't like I'm not scared of flying. I just I find it extremely uncomfortable. Um, mm -hmm. So I don't do much that much. But I also have never been out of the country, which kind of sucks. I, I, I think I think the international flights are a lot different too because you're flying on such a bigger plane most of the time. Oh really? Oh I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. So so with the plane being considerably bigger. You don't feel a lot of the, you know, same like turbulence you might in some of the smaller planes, you know, going from state to state. And then on top of that, you know, you have better quality meals. Usually like the flight attendants are more attentive, better entertainment systems in the plane. So there's a lot, a lot more than just regular, um, you know, flights that we, we, we take for granted here. They're, mm -hmm. they're definitely better internationally, at least in that regard. Okay. Yeah, I, I wouldn't know any of that. So that's that's good to hear. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited to see where Boom goes with it. I, I, I wish that they are... I hope they're successful because uh, I think their goal, as they've said, is to deepen, quote, deepen the bonds between human connection uh, via this, this kind of um, uh, pro progress. Uh, so, hey... Good luck, Boom. 
I hope you make it. I hope you do it. I think yeah. uh, that'd be really, really cool. Super interesting. And the fact that United is already invested in this kind of tech before it's even, I mean, they've, they've, they've dumped billions of dollars already into the, into the project. Um, that's, that's really promising. I think, I think that shows that a lot is going to come of this in, in the future. Yeah, it's, it's definitely exciting to think about that in the next, you know, 10 years or so, we might see this like revolutionary thing that would kind of change, you know, change travel for us. Mm -hmm. But uh, on another note, man, I want to I wanted to talk to you about some of the Twitch gambling stuff going on. Some of the hot tub streams. I uh, It's been a pretty, pretty crazy topic lately. It's, we've seen I feel like you and I have been around and seen Twitch change for quite a while. How, how long do you think you've been watching Twitch for? Like, how long do you think you've been on that platform? Um, Probably six years now, five years, five, six years, I want to say. I think I made my account in 2015. I'm not too sure though. I can check, but yeah. And you, you would say you've, you've used Twitch quite a, quite a bit, uh, extreme rare over here. <laughs> Absolutely. I, uh, no, I use, <laughs> I watch Twitch every day. Um, I am, uh, it's just a nice. It's a good way to kill time while you're doing something else. And uh, you can you can watch some pretty interesting stuff on Twitch, including hot tub streams and gambling streams now. And I, I'll be honest, I have fallen prey to uh, the gambling streams, not the hot tub streams. <laughs> I, <gonna, laughs> I was gonna leave it up for, you know, suspense. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. yeah. No, the, uh, for some Wait, reason- okay, If you had to, if, well, Hold on. If yeah. you if you had to if you had to support one of the two, do you support the gambling over the hot tub streams? If you had to pick one that could stay and the other would go. Okay. Uh realistically, I I'm of the opinion the gambling streams should probably go first cuz uh okay. They are definitely more uh harmful, I think, to the community I agree. than I agree. than the hot tub streams. Um but yeah, you know, so Twitch Twitch tried tackling the hot tub issue with by creating its own category. By the way, anyone who might not know what Twitch is, uh, Twitch is an online streaming platform that is usually, it started uh, as a game stream platform where, where people can just go on, stream their gameplay of like video games or uh, board games even. It's, it, it's grown a lot though in the last, uh, I would say, I mean, five years, two years, a year—it's it, growing exponentially. Every yeah, every year, yeah. you know, more and more people are on the platform, and you just see all these new categories and it's crazy. Yes, yes. So, uh, Twitch now is not just a gaming game stream platform; it's, a, it's just a streaming platform uh, for individual content creators or, or small groups of people to to uh, uh, to stream whatever they feel like. So, with that, the uh, there's a section called the IRL section, which is people just streaming their everyday life or or just chatting where they're doing basically what we're doing now, but uh, for eight hours a day, uh, which sounds kind of rough, but sometimes can be pretty cool. Actually, there's some really good. Um, a lot of people will actually stream their podcast, which we might do in the future on Twitch. Uh, but now what, ha what ended up happening was with this expansion comes new ideas. One of them being, hey guys, let's play slots on on Twitch and stream that. It's a game, right? 
And uh, yeah, it's all sponsored, man. A lot of a lot of these streams, I feel like, are sponsored by these gambling companies, you know. Yes, and some of them take. Um, there's some deals apparently you can do with these with these gambling companies for the stream. Like, uh, some people will like for as much money as they bet, they'll get a percentage of the money back uh, from the gambling company. But at the same time, when they win, they have to give some of that money back to the gambling company so it's like and that even kind of thing it's not they're not really gambling their own money which is in my opinion the worst kind of gambling stream i think that's super disingenuous and really that really i think shouldn't be allowed um then there's other people who actually just use their own money i mean some of these twitch some of these twitch streamers are multi-millionaires so they'll, they'll be betting ridiculous amounts of money they'll be playing slots uh with 500 dollars bets spinning 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 they'll go through my entire uh salary annual salary in a matter of uh, of uh 15 minutes just spinning slots um and i find it entertaining <laughs> because there is a certain amount of uh it's not super active where you have to be watching it but when something happens, like hit big or something, it's kind of fun. It's like a little dopamine hit. A little dopamine yeah. hit, yeah. yeah and yeah, I'm that's not spending why you any, like it, huh? And I'm not spending any <laughs> money, right? So I'm just, I'm riding off that guy's dopamine, but I don't have to experience the the uh, the detriment of losing $50,000, $100,000. ever Have you ever been to a casino before? Like done, like gambling on your own time? Yeah, I've been to a casino. I never played slots. And I don't think I will, I will ever play slots. I've been what do you What do you play? Uh, poker, yeah, Texas Hold'em. Uh, poker. Yeah. yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. Um, but or or blackjack, I might try blackjack. Uh, but I've only been a casino once. But uh, yeah, okay. So the hot tub streams, on the other hand, they kind of they started in the the uh, just chatting section, and as you can imagine, they're pretty sexualized. Um, and this has been a problem on Twitch for like the last two or three years now, where these so it's almost always been an ongoing struggle like tackling some of the you know these sexually explicit streams well, in general yeah yes and no that as twitch has become more popular and has been you know pulling more content creators to the platform um you're starting to get more personalities that have this wasn't as big of a problem I would say two or three years ago as it is now uh mainly because just chatting didn't exist back then uh it was more of a game oriented platform back then but now with the expansion of all these categories it gets a little dicey and it gets a little bit there's a lot more gray area involved so now uh with the hot tub streamers i mean they, these are girls who are just it, it's this is how it started anyway girls with uh <laughs> you know bikinis you know kind of scantily clad in their hot tub writing stuff on their bodies and uh are so, like you know names of people on their bodies it's it's pretty sexual realistically I, I think i think the rule that twitch has right now is as long you you know you can be like in a swimsuit or you know as long as you're in an environment that is like you know at the beach or a hot tub or a pool you know, as long as it kind of fits the scene, they're they're yes. they pretty much said they're okay with it at this point. So, yeah, and realistically, they should be okay with it. It's not that it isn't that big of a deal. The only problem is that the site is catered or 
is supposed to support, you know, teens. Like, you have to be 13 years old to, to be on Twitch, technically. Um, so there is a problem where I think I'd be extremely uncomfortable if a 13-year-old decided to do a hot tub stream. That would make me extremely uncomfortable. And that is a problem that I can see coming up for Twitch wow. pretty soon. I didn't even uh, think about that. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's one thing. At the same time, there is like an 18 plus tag for for these streams, which I hope the people, yeah, I hope these hot tub streamers are at least, you know, taking advantage of that um, for, because if we're being honest, they know what they're doing realistically, you know, you can't really pretend I mean, like I, you don't. I mean, sex sells, man, you know, exactly. at the end of the day. And, and at the end of the day, there, that should be okay. Yeah, there's long, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, as long as, you know, hey, make your money the way you make your money. I'm not going to judge. That's, if people are willing to to, to pay for it, hey, why not? Same, same way I feel about, like, OnlyFans, realistically. Um, but uh, I think making a home, okay, I think it's kind of funny that they made a whole category for hot tub streams. Uh, hey, that's, that, it's new, too, right? Like, when did, they, new. when did they... When did they put that out there? Do you like know? two weeks ago? Really? Like wow, very really recently. New. Yeah, very. Yeah, okay. it, it was in response to all these people saying, "Hey, what the hell is up with these hot tub streams? We got to do something about the hot tub streams." So Twitch is like, "Okay, we'll make it make it its own category. Take it away from just chatting." And uh, I think that was actually pretty effective. I think it's funny, but um, it, it, I think it was pretty effective for the most part. One other thing, actually, that you might uh, might have heard about is the the diversity tags that Twitch is coming out with. Oh no! I actually i i had i didn't know that. Now that is a that's a can of worms. That's, that's uh... <laughs> they're they're introducing like three hundred or four hundred new tags for your stream mm. to identify yourself, and it's a big questionable because so, so how would the how would this feature work like you know based on these tags is this something that the user can just kind of look up and like in the search bar like based on what they want to watch yeah i think so and and but the thing is these tags are by race by sexuality um and like sexuality gender or i should say uh maybe Maybe gender is the wrong word. No, I think gender. Yeah, gender. Um, a lot of different controversial topics that can be used to target certain demographics. So one problem that actually is happening right now is um, a lot of transsexual streamers that are using the transsexual tag, these new tags, um, there are bots being deployed on Twitch to target these streamers with this tag and uh, spam Bible verses wow. attacking these people. Jeez. It's disgusting. It's it's really terrible, but it's enabled in part due to this new decision by Twitch, which I get it. It just seems What do you what do you think is the the prime <sighs> reasoning for adding all these tags? Like do you think it makes a big difference on the platform? Truthfully, Personally, I don't. But if someone feels enabled by having the tag for their stream, hey, more, more power to you. I personally feel it is unnecessary and counterproductive, realistically. But if someone feels 
otherwise i i can't i can't argue that because i'm not i'm not one of those uh i'm not like a minority de demographic in that regard you know so absolutely yeah so someone is obviously going to feel different about it when they're when they're more targeted about uh who they are so yeah but yeah, Twitch has, a, has some interesting decisions as of late, as they always do, and they always have very questionable uh, gray areas for their enforcement of their own rules. But I, I, I think in the in the last year, though, to me at least, they've been they have been doing a lot better in communicating these kind of policies and updates to their community. Kind of, I mean, most recently, it was, um, it was better than better than before. Surely, like in the, in the last three or four years, it's it's changed a lot. Yes, yes. They're, I think they are trying to be more communicative. Uh, Community. Yeah, I think I said that right. Transparent. 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 Yeah, yeah, but at the same time, they haven't been in the same. Okay, so, famous, super popular streamer Amaranth, for example, mm. who helped explode the hot tub stream meta. Uh, she had her video or her stream. Uh, she, had, she had ads disabled on her stream without notice. So ads on her channel were completely disabled which was a big portion of her income at the at the time she was saying right. i think she said she made close to five hundred thousand dollars off ads alone it's crazy yeah. she, she and, and for anybody that doesn't know amaranth she's she's a massive uh you know influencer in general i think you know her big biggest name. platform yeah big biggest the, platform in, in is platform, probably yeah. twitch yeah, yeah. Uh, um but no this was a major problem because no no one from twitch actually reached out to her about this she just uh it just happened and uh she only found out about it i forgot exactly how she found out about it but that was a serious like what are you doing you know if you're you you, you you're gonna say that you're gonna be transparent about your decisions and try to be more supportive of your creators and then how do you go and take that away from somebody without notice like and that's, then yeah that's, and it's I, and especially when it's such a significant part of that person's revenue like yeah. that's you know their livelihood at stake yeah in some sense so twitch is doing better but in my opinion they could be doing even better like they're kind of doing i don't want to say the bare minimum but uh it feels like it at times for sure um so i understand that yeah but i think that's enough about twitch streams and i guess this particular topic let's uh let's talk about the uh housing market mm. and, and uh you know this potential a lot of people are speculating maybe a bubble here um how do you, how, i'm interested actually to hear how you feel about that i mean now that you're uh you're gonna be a homeowner soon uh congratulations by the way i think i think that's amazing but you know Appreciate with something it. like with something like that you know a, a speculation of a bubble does it does it make you second guess yourself uh, oh yeah constantly um okay I've, I've been hearing about this housing bubble for a long time though and from the research that i've done from what i've seen no one knows what the hell is going on realistically uh and this is something i've talked about with so many different people and um the more i look into it the more i realize this situation that we're in is more likely here to stay than it is to pop um and that's, i mean that's that's how i feel honestly and i've kind of I almost have FOMO in my own regards, man, because uh, I mean, if it does, if it is here to stay and down the line in a few years, I want to buy a, 
place for myself. It's kind of scary to think about the prices being even worse than they are now, you know, to, to buy. It's crazy. Yeah. Um, and that is a major, that's actually what was part of the driving force for me as well, because I was tempted to wait it out. I mean, I'm not in any really, any real rush. There's no need for me other than the mental need, I guess you could say to get my own space, but, um, it's not, it's not necessary. It's not absolutely necessary for my survival. So I could have waited, but I'm also scared that, you know, Hey, what if I, if I wait six months and now prices are up even another 15%, what the hell? Why didn't I just buy? Um, yeah. so I'm, I'm you'd, rather, you'd rather be in, you'd rather just be in and right. Because at the end of the day, yeah. most real estate will just appreciate in five years anyway. Um, so, I mean, a great, a lot of people try to compare the current housing market to the 2008 housing bubble and the great recession. Um, do you, do you remember what caused the great recession? The great recession? What, t tell us about it. Okay. So the great recession occurred in 2008. Did you ever watch the movie, the big short? I, I'm going to, I'm going to be honest. I saw that movie a really long time ago. I should, I feel like I should know what the big the like what caused it originally but well, i know i mean obviously recession? i know everything went to hell yeah do you remember do you remember right. that period of time no i think i was still too young at this point in my life to really like i personally have any effect on it i, I would have been i would have been too young but i know that it, it didn't make a, a drastic in, impact in my life fortunately um do you i mean do you feel like it like do you remember this time specifically in your in your life um yeah i would say so it it didn't, like you said, it didn't affect my family as much as it did others, but I did notice the effect it had on people around me. And I also noticed that things were a bit more tense, just generally, um, interacting with people, even is a certain tension of things going to hell, uh, economically that is, you can't, you can't get away from. And something that I noticed is like around my neighborhood. People were moving out. People were foreclosing. So many foreclosures around my neighborhood. People, kids that I grew up with had to move away because what had been happening was, so the, what caused the 2000, well, a big part of what caused the, uh, the 2008 recession was um, banks offering subprime mortgages to people who can't afford them. They, sh they, Essentially, they packaged, they, they actually offered these to um, like brokers, investors, and then these these people packaged these uh, mortgages up and sold them off as uh, to people who, who could not afford the mortgage down the line. Um, and that basically came to a head in 2008. This started in like 2006. And then- I, I actually didn't, I actually didn't know that was the, the primary uh, cause behind it. I, I I thought it had to do with, uh, you know, a, a supply and demand just being no. crazy, but I guess not. Yeah. No, no, no. This, this was a, it's almost basically a scandal. Uh, and it, it wasn't just America. This was a global recession. This, this, this transcended, uh, the U S economy. This, this affected the global economy, uh, because the housing market, uh, just completely flopped. Uh, because people couldn't afford their mortgage. Um, and this happened on such a wide scale 
that it was like domino it was a domino effect and, it, and keep in mind it wasn't just these subprime mortgages there's a few other factors but one of the biggest ones was this this uh faulty mortgage uh offerings to people who who just could not afford them uh and so that and also it was part of the fact that they had uh, adjustable rate uh loans so an adjustable rate loan can imagine like you you you, uh you get a loan get a mortgage right let's say and you're having to pay one percent on on that mortgage okay Okay. for the first year all right that's a that's a great rate by the way that that's amazing uh but then in two or three years the bank decides oh by the way we're gonna uh change the rate for your mortgage to six percent it's a massive difference that's from what i understand essentially part of what happens to these people so imagine you can't not only is your and on top of that their houses were uh because so many people were foreclosing on their houses and these lenders were going bankrupt because people couldn't pay their mortgages people couldn't pay yeah housing prices were going down so on top of the fact that your house you're losing equity on your house now your mortgage costs are going up so you're losing money in two different ways and that that just blew up the economy so it's not it sounds like i need to watch the big short again Oh yeah, or just read an article. Like, there's an Investopedia article on uh, the 2008 recession. Uh, that's what I, if I'm being honest, that's kind of how I caught up on this uh, before okay. before talking about it. Uh, but um, Big Short is actually is actually a great movie to to actually uh, learn about what happened. Um, it's, uh, it's with the guy from from uh, from Batman. What's his name? Who's the actual actor? Oh, I know who you're talking about. And now, whenever someone asks, I want to say Bruce Wayne, but it... that's Batman. Wait, I was... <laughs> uh, I whenever someone asks me the name of an actor, it I know the actor, and then uh, you know the face. Like the face comes to mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Christian Bale. Christian Bale. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And also, um, Frick. Steve Carell was also in. Uh, oh, it's Steve Carell. So Michael from okay. The Office. Yeah. Right. Right. Um. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. That is what caused the 2008 recession, a big part, and that has—that's not in today's bubble. That—that—that that, that doesn't exist. So when people compare the two, it's really hard because now banks are a lot more strict and serious about giving out mortgages to people who they know can afford them. And I had to go through kind of a rigmarole just to get that to get that situated myself. Um, so the subprime mortgages that were occurring um, in 2008 don't really exist today. So when people compare the two, like, oh, this this reminds me of 2008. It's different. Not not as volatile, not as easy to pop. Um, so that's my response to people who say, Roland, you shouldn't buy a house now because it's going to pop. We're in a bubble. I think, yeah. I think there's a way, I mean, regardless in, in whatever market, I mean, you know, whether you're talking about stocks or the housing, people are always speculating about some kind of bubble. True. It, it, hear it all the time. Um, I, how, how much of this do you like um, with the housing market? You know, the price is increasing so so much. How much do you, do you attribute it to inflation? Um, it's a good question. I I I don't really know. I think uh, I wouldn't be surprised if a decent amount is from inflation, especially a lot of people. Are saying it's due to the um, the stimulus checks and the unemployment pay. So basically, all this new money that's coming into the hands of the people 
uh, is increasing prices across the board for everything. I don't know how much I buy that. Um, a lot of money being printed, Roland. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, for some reason a lot of people think that the money is being printed, right? Uh, <laughs> it's not coming out of the reserve or anything. It's like, nope, this this that's not that. I not mean, how it when works. I when I visually picture this, whenever anybody talks about it, I literally think of just a giant printer, and they have one room, and it just it just keeps going. Just, just single dollar stop. bills, just just <laughs> yeah, it just keeps running. It it doesn't ever end. Yeah, no, that that's a great way to crash the economy. Just printing out money, so. <laughs> That's not, no, we, we're paying, we're all going to have to pay that money back uh, one way or another. So this is something that we have to tackle Do you think we might future. see that in, uh, do you think we might see that in like higher taxes coming forward in the next few years? Like what, what do you speculate? It might, it, we might, how we, how we might see it come back to us? Well, like how the Biden administration has said, uh, their plan is to tax the rich, baby. Uh, and that's actually, rich, yeah. that's actually a big part. And at, funny enough, uh, I think the, was it the UN? No, no, no. Um, something seven, a, a, a panel, an international panel uh, is working together on international tax reform to tax the rich. Uh, that just came out. I think that news was released either today or yesterday. Um, so it's a serious thing. It's, it's uh, something that's getting international or global attention at this point where people are realizing, hey, why am I paying more taxes than Amazon? What the, f what the hell's going on there? So I think I think there's going to be a lot of pushback for this. We're going to this is going to be a long thing, long, long process to see like true taxes come out to the rich. Yeah, but there's been major pushback ever since I could remember. I mean, but they, they, they're they, yeah they, they they would lose so much money but i agree like why they why lose would they that pay? much money compared to how much money they're making it's just it's it's bred from pure greed man it's it's just so it ah it, it's so it's so insane to me that they've been getting away with it for so long and that some people actually believe that taxing giant corporations like amazon microsoft uh any of these conglomerates would hurt them somehow like i i just it doesn't it, the neurons aren't, aren't, aren't firing of, for me. Aren't a lot of these bigger um, companies do it? Like, isn't there a lot of loopholes that's been, that are yeah. being used to to cycle the money outside of the U.S. for tax purposes? Um, yes. I, th from what I've read, the idea of like Swedish banks and stuff like that, or uh, you know, Swiss watch banks, Wolf of Wall Street enough times, right? <laughs> yeah, like that. That's kind of like a myth um, because there's still like international laws to be. A, they applied. I forgot. It's not as easy as like, oh, if I swen send my money to a Swiss bank, I'm good. Obvi yeah. Obviously not. But yeah. I think there are ways to get around a lot there of is. taxes in the U.S. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. Th I mean, these companies have been getting away with it for for decades. You know. So, I think with the the tax plan that's coming out, um, that will help fund the stimulus checks that we've seen and like just the economic stimulus that we've seen for the last uh, year or so and kind of help i'm i'm hoping for back. the uh the student loan cut that's a lot what of people I want. are yeah a lot of people are and that'd be uh, nice that'd be good i think a lot of people i'd make a lot of people's lives livable <laughs> realistically because some people are just buried crazy and, thought yeah yeah it's really it's, it's kind of tragic yeah and and it's and it's always whenever i hear stories about you know people being buried in debt you know from student loans it's always so hard to imagine like you know 
how it how it got that bad in the first place but crazy to hear about yeah yeah um but actually since we're talking a little bit about you know the biden administration and the you know his tax plans let's talk a little bit about the vaccination process and how you <laughs> how you feel about it and how how you think how you think the administration has been doing in terms of getting everyone vaccinated I think that so far, at least in our state, um, in Florida, we've we've definitely seen a good amount of people. Get, I think it's like we're up to almost fifty percent of like uh, Floridians that that have been vaccinated, uh, or, or or have at least had the first dose. I think yes, I, something like that. I think more than fifty percent. Yeah, um, I th actually that's a good question. But you know, you know, I'm skeptical though now with because I I've been going you know going out going out and seeing people without masks like it really makes you question are are people actually vaccinated you know when you think about a statistic like that that it's like half of you know half the people here that means the other half isn't so and and not many people are wearing masks anymore so it, it kind of makes you think like you know who really is vaccinated who just doesn't care kind of thing yeah that's actually a great point um and it's something we should be worried about realistically because this is something that the cdc even said you they, they gave out the guidelines like hey if you're vaccinated you can feel free to you know if you're fully vaccinated you waited two weeks to become fully immune, uh, immunized you don't have to really worry about wearing a mask anymore you should be good but they also said a lot of people are going to lie about getting vaccinated which plays into the idea of hey why aren't there vaccinate why are people against the idea of vaccination passports at this point or you know uh a proof that you've been vaccinated I'm, How do you feel I'm, about personally? That? I'm 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 for the idea. I think I think that's great. You know, having some kind of vaccination passport or you know, some kind of proof to show um, that that you have been vaccinated. I, I think that'd be great. Do you think the I'm, government I'm, should be able to regulate whether private businesses can accept a pa vaccination passport to to deny entry? I disagree with that, unless it's you know some kind of uh, government related activity or, or business or whatever it's it like a bar but a, but a, a, a i think a private bar uh or sorry a, a bar <laughs> a private bar it, it uh I, I think they should be able to decide for themselves it based on if uh you know people come up to the door and want to show a card or not and let them in based on that i i don't see why not i i think that they might not do it because they they could potentially lose a lot of business and it might not be worth it to them when it seems uh, most employees are still wearing masks and are still protected in, in that regard. Um, protected. They're not, not, we're not protected, right? Yeah. They're protecting us, but no one's protecting them at this point. Yeah, I'm, I misspoke, but I think that, I think that, um, I'd like to think, or I'd like to think that most of the employees at this point, you know, especially when you're exposed to, to so many people, and especially in a bar too, like that they would, you know, take precautions and get themselves vaccinated. Yeah. Uh, yeah, hopefully. Um, well, I mean, so our, the Florida governor, Ron DeSantis, is actively fighting and trying to outlaw the idea of vaccination passports for private businesses, which I agree doesn't really make sense, given the fact that they're private businesses and should not be affiliated with the government sector at all. Um, so I don't get the idea there, but I agree with you. Um, vaccination passports, I think, would be a good idea um, because... 
like you said, you don't really know who is vaccinated and who's not and who's lying about it. So Yeah, and, and it's interesting to see other states. I don't think Florida has anything like this just yet, but I know that um, some of the, what is it, like Ohio and some of the others, some of these other states that like are doing these like lotteries and, mm -hmm. you know, they're giving away all this stuff. And it's, it's so <laughs> interesting that like they have these incentives just for people to go and get vaccinated. Like it, it kind of blows my mind, honestly. I think Ohio was giving away guns. Is that what they were giving away? They were giving away guns? Because <laughs> either Ohio or some other state was... was yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah, this is wild. Like, all right. <laughs> you get, I should imagine you get like a... You, they give you like an AR. You get you get your vaccine, they hand you like a rifle. Like, you know, <laughs> have a good day, sir. That's just Thanks, so man. <laughs> you won the lottery. But you got to buy your own bullets, though. That's, that's where yeah. the real pricey stuff comes in. Yep. Um, it, it, it's it's crazy, man, because on top of that, um, I guess you work remote, but you know, even where I work right now, seeing people uh, without masks, there's uh, there's not any there's not any way to tell um, how they're enforced at all. Like, I mean, uh, they're not they're not enforced anymore in a lot of places. Masks are pretty much voluntary in most places that I've been to as of late. Um, I still wear a mask just because, most of the time, uh, because I feel comfortable, but, I mean, I don't know. Like, do you, do you find yourself wearing a mask, um, now that you're fully immunized? I find myself not, not really wearing a mask as much anymore. Um, I do occasionally, but much less than, than before. I, f I feel pretty comfortable being vaccinated. Um, I'd like to rely on that yeah i hope the uh, cdc is right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean and I, it, it, hey i've been fine so far you know cross my fingers but uh yeah i just i, I find that you know it, even even amongst our friend group it seems like most most things have come back to normal in that regards with less people wearing masks now yeah at least and, that's what it seems like and everyone we know has been fully immunized at this point so uh, yeah for yeah for good reason um yeah, I, I actually applaud uh, the way the vaccinations have been handled so far. I think they've been doing a great job. And uh, I mean, one of the milestones that we hit was I think in the first 100 days of the new administration, we I think he managed to get 200 million, 200 million uh, shots out into people's arms, which is extremely that's a, impressive. That's a, yeah, that's a big accomplishment, right? Yeah, he, originally he said his goal was 100 million. And he upped the goal once they hit 100 million. He's like, okay, we're gonna go for 200 million. So I think uh, he, I think he either got really close to reaching that goal or he did. So good on him. Good on the new administration. I think they're doing good. Um, still some stuff to work out uh, in terms of other policies, but in terms of handling the vaccine, I think most people should be uh, should be impressed. I agree. I, th I think that right now, more than ever, especially with these some of these new incentives, I think that. You know, I, at least I, I, I'm hoping people are getting vaccinated. Yeah, get vaccinated. I really am. Everyone get vaccinated, please. <laughs> please. I, what, one thing one thing that's interesting, uh, I've had people bring up to me that aren't vaccinated, actually, um, are the uh, long term effects. Do you know anything about that? Like, ha have there have there really been um, studies so far based on like long term effects? Of some of these shots. Do you know anything about that? Uh, you're saying long-term effects of the vaccine itself? Yeah, I think that's I think that's some people are skeptical about getting the shot based on 
so-called not enough uh research you know, right research based on like these like longer term effects. the the idea okay uh, i'm just gonna be honest with you the idea that people are using that as a rationalization to not get the shot does not make sense to me because now you're saying hey i'd rather risk dying from covid than trusting a a uh, world acclaimed group of scientists who have dedicated their lives to producing things to save our lives yeah. uh, because of I don't I wouldn't I don't even know why you would even think of I, I get that I guess I get that like oh I'm trying to think of the long-term effects but what what is warranting that like what expertise it, it, do you have to warrant that kind of thought process over somebody who's dedicated their entire life to studying this kind of stuff and, and i'm i'm with you 100 percent on that i think i think it's 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 it almost makes me like it, i think of it, it it's like irrational honestly it to, is to, it's a, you're absolutely right sorry i'm getting excited but like because <laughs> no, right. it just doesn't make sense to me because now you're saying i'd rather risk me dying now than me dying in 15 years how does that make sense? Like, do you inspect your brake? Do, ins do you inspect your brakes on your car every time you get into your car, or do you trust the uh, the mechanic that made the brakes? What? Like, I I, I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. That rationalization of not getting the shot, um, is just disrespectful in my opinion to the scientific community, and I I just don't buy it. I just I think there's other stuff going on i don't know if they're being contrarian on purpose or uh or what but it it's not a valid reason not to get the shot there really is no valid reason unless you actually have a medical reason to not get the shot that's the only way in my opinion mm. yeah <laughs> so <laughs> there's that there's that rant um but we are pretty much out of time now uh, but if you want to, if you want to talk about any of the other extra topics that we have on the plate, I'd be down. I think. But we're at we're at the fifty minute mark right now, so. Yeah, I think I think we can set it up for another time. I'm 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 think I'm at my limit. <laughs> Wonderful. All right. Yeah. Well, um, yeah, good talk, man. It was fun. Yeah, definitely some interesting topics covered. I'm, I'm excited for uh, for this overlay. We we we're now gonna have this new. Uh, I guess you'll see it on YouTube. YouTube uh, only, obviously. Uh, so if you're listening yeah. on on a uh, on the podcast from you know Spotify or one of the other uh, podcast websites or, or apps, sorry, no treats for you. But you can <laughs> go check, check it out on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Take um, a take a peek. You get to see the webcams as well. <laughs> yeah, actually true. But that's where we're gonna wrap it up. Um, you know, really appreciate everyone listening. We've been re we've been receiving so much support and so much kindness. It's been uh, amazing over the last you know with the last episodes and everything. We really do appreciate everyone who listens and gives us feedback. Um, and uh, if you ever want to leave feedback, the YouTube channel is the best way to do it. Or reaching out to me or Kevin personally uh, if you have any ideas or if you would actually want to see some topics covered. Um, you know, maybe an episode idea. Please let us know. We'd love to hear it. Um, but once again, thank you for spending an hour with us on your coffee break. And we hope you join us for another one soon. Catch Thanks, you later, everyone. Guys.